Hello, First Free. It's Kyle, and it's a blessing to be with you in the Word. Today, we will be in Revelation 6, and I will be covering verses 9 through 11. However, on your own time today, I want you to notice a certain pattern from verses 1 through 8. One is that the Lamb opens a seal. Two, after this, a specific living creature says, Come. And then there's a series of four different riders on four different horses going throughout the earth. In many ways, this mirrors Zechariah 1, 8 through 10 and 6, 1 through 8. If you have time today, go back and look at those passages. While the sixth seal also mirrors in some ways verses 1 through 8, the verses I'm going to focus on today are verses 9 through 11. So let me go ahead and read those. I'll give a few thoughts and then we'll jump into a few questions. When the Lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of all those who had been martyred for the word of God and for being faithful in their testimony. They shouted to the Lord and said, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you judge the people who belong to the world and avenge our blood for what they have done to us? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and they were told to rest a little longer until the full number of their brothers and sisters, their fellow servants in Jesus who were to be martyred, had joined them. Here's why I'm choosing these verses to focus on specifically for today. First and foremost, it shows us that God's people suffering because of faithfulness is not a surprise to him. But secondly, we also see that God has a plan in it. It doesn't go wasted and it certainly will not go unjudged. God knows about it and he's going to do something about it. And the time of his people suffering does in fact have an expiration date. And if we look back to our text from this morning, It seems that those who are being martyred, they know this. They know that God is a just God. They know that God sees them. And they know that this expiration date of their suffering is coming at some point. They just don't know when. They're not bitter. They're not questioning God's character. And they're not questioning his provision. A few questions I'd like us to think about after today's verses. First and foremost, As you look through the judgments that Jesus will bring to the earth, how does this chapter assign to Jesus the authority, power, and right to do those things? Secondly, How can these verses encourage you to still see God correctly for who he is, even when you may be suffering persecution in this life as a Christ follower? Lastly, though this chapter is a heavy one to read and process, I pray it may bring you great comfort and challenge to see God's character, love, and justice rightly, even in the midst of this age's chaos that may be now, but won't be for forever. Blessings, First Free. It's been great to be with you in the Word today.